This message comes from NPR sponsor Capital One. The Capital One Venture X business card earns unlimited double miles on every purchase. Capital One, what's in your wallet? Terms and conditions apply. Find out more at CapitalOne.com slash VentureXBusiness. Live for NPR News from the Iowa caucuses, I'm Jack Spear. We are here at an Iowa caucus site tonight as voters head out where they will make their choice for the GOP nominee for president. It is frigid here, minus three. NPR Sarah McCammon has more from Des Moines. I'm at Nikki Haley's campaign headquarters for the night in West Des Moines. Her campaign co-chair has said she hopes for a second place finish here in Iowa, which she says would be a strong finish in a state where former President Trump has dominated the polls. Haley spent the weekend doing a mix of in-person and remote events around this very cold state. She closed out this evening with a final telephone town hall before caucusing begins, and she repeated her pitch to Iowa voters. She says the nation is on fire and that her experience as a former South Carolina governor and UNM ambassador have prepared her to provide a new generation of leadership for the country. NPR Sarah McCammon, while former President Donald Trump is the frontrunner in the polls, some of his supporters are concerned about his numerous legal issues. 81-year-old Larry Harker is a retired public school teacher. This year's caucus, he's throwing his support behind Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. I guess I'm not sure it wouldn't be for Trump if I was sure he wasn't going to be in jail at the time when he would vote for him. And so I don't know what I don't know where all that's coming from. I don't know. I don't know where that, what's going to happen. Parker says the southern border and the economy are major issues at play for him, and DeSantis' accomplishments as governor in Florida have swayed his decisions. Tonight, the national focus and bone-chilling temperatures are gripping the state for the first-in-the-nation caucuses. Iowa Public Radio's Sheila Brummer joins us from a conservative stronghold in northwest Iowa. A sound check is underway at a caucus site in Sioux City, where Republicans from several precincts will soon gather. This part of Iowa is very red, with many who support former President Donald Trump. This time around, Trump's campaign isn't taking anything for granted. He mobilized supporters to show up. Some have already shown up early. But we'll see exactly how much the weather will impact tonight's turnout. It's five below zero, but feels like 24 below. It's very cold even for Iowa in winter. Iowa Public Radio's Sheila Brummer reporting. After months of campaigning and explanations of why Iowa matters in the presidential race in its first-of-the-nation presidential voting contest, which is starting soon, voters are heading to caucus sites across the country, including this one in West Des Moines. Earlier today, I caught up with Gary Leffler, who's a Trump supporter, though his wife supports Vivek Ramswamy. Leffler says he supports Trump over Biden in part as a result of economic issues. I like to say this, Trump restored the American dream for young people and that uh, what Biden has done, the worst thing that Biden has done is he's taken that American dream away from young people. Whoever wins in tonight's Iowa caucuses will have a boost heading into the New Hampshire primary later this month. Repulsors will be closely watching to see whether Nikki Haley or Ron DeSantis do better than expected tonight. This is NPR News Live from Iowa. Communities across the nation are pausing to commemorate Martin Luther King Jr. Day. President Biden spending the holiday volunteering at a hunger relief organization in Philadelphia. Speaking in South Carolina, Vice President Kamala Harris talked about the upcoming election, warning Americans their freedom is under threat. She also urged black voters to join Democrats to win the race. The 75th Emmy Awards will be aired live tonight, four months after they were originally scheduled in September. NPR's Mandalay Del Barco reports on the long-delayed ceremony. Last summer, writers and performers were on strike against Hollywood studios. They weren't allowed to talk about their work or attend events, and productions were shut down. The Television Academy decided to delay the Emmy Awards. 
Here's Clayton Davis, senior awards editor at Variety. The social media of these actors were quiet. You know, they couldn't promote anything. There was no campaigning. So people just had their own feelings about these TV shows. The delays mean the Emmys will now be celebrating performances that may seem dated. The final season of Succession leads the nominations for Outstanding Drama. Among its competition is The Last of Us, The White Lotus, The Crown, and Better Call Saul, which ended in August of 2022. Mandalit del Barco, NPR News. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin has been discharged from Walter Reed Medical Center. Austin, who was diagnosed with prostate cancer last month, was hospitalized following complications from surgery. However, his doctors say that his prognosis is excellent. I'm Jack Spear, live from the Iowa caucuses in West Des Moines.